Hello, friends. Welcome back to Meg Living Inside Out. We are continuing our series on friendship. This week's episode, number three, Initiating Friendship. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 4.19 There is so much theological richness in 1 John chapter 4. I encourage you to go read the entire chapter. Today we're going to focus on this one verse because it emphasizes that principle of initiation. God initiated his love towards us. Romans chapter 5 even says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I consider initiative to be the sixth love language. We're going to talk about love languages in the next episode, but initiative stands on its own. Initiative is the smile of being excited to see someone that you've never met before, a stranger, delighting in, hey, you exist and I'm so glad you're here. Mature Christians should be the first and the bravest in initiating friendship. I'm not talking about old Christians because there's lots of old immature Christians. I'm talking about mature Christians. And sometimes mature Christians have seasons where they're tired and their initiative and their their love of God is not overflowing. But when they're grounded and when we sit at the feet of Christ and we sit in our word and we trust that what he has told us makes us secure and safe in him and the truth of God's word informs our feelings, we're able to leave our bedrooms and our our intimate times with Christ and go forth and initiate love to the person across from us, our spouse, our kids, our neighbors, our schoolmates. We should be the ones initiating care and friendship. This is also backed by science. My favorite human psychologist, Vanessa Van Edwards, was in an interview said, the most popular people are the ones who like the most people. It has nothing to do with status or anything else. It has to do with the most popular people, the ones whom the most people like are the ones who initiate that liking first. Initiating friendship is dangerous because that means you're risking rejection. You're risking that person not smiling back at you. You're risking that person not texting your number when you left a care package on their porch. You're risking them not reciprocating. And this is an important part of maturity, is to know when to initiate and when to not take it personally. I myself sometimes struggle with initiating and not knowing when to stop initiating to the point where I end up getting hurt and burned out. And that has been its own experience itself. But some people need to learn to practice initiating and being brave and, and complimenting someone's hair or 
their shoes. I often find that it's helpful for me to think about people and when I'm away from them, look for ways in my mind that I can compliment them, ways that I can initiate that that green leaf of friendship saying, hey, I, I care about your existence. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Now, I'll be the first to admit, I have sometimes idolized having a certain person as a friend, and I have initiated and initiated and initiated, and in multiple circumstances, I've seen that go multiple ways, and most of it was not good, because the the problem was idolatry in my heart, thinking that that person was going to have something that was going to make me more complete and more whole. And ultimately, idolatry is not a healthy basis for friendship. There, There's... We have to... I have even seen um, jealousy and competitiveness being a motivation in my own heart for wanting to be friends with someone. And let me tell you, friend, that is not healthy. We must be honest before God about what our motives are and, and let him show us how we're wrong and how we need to change. Because when we have the wrong motives for things, we ultimately end up hurting ourselves and others. Most of the time in ways that were preventable if we had slowed down and listened to God's warning before we rushed in with our sinful, selfish motives. So, first of all, our initiative needs to be motivated by the right reasons. And secondly, we also need to have the right response when our initiative is not reciprocated. Now, reciprocate is basically a long fancy word that means to make a return for something done or given, to exchange with one another, to give and take, as they reciprocated good wishes. When our initiative is not reciprocated, it often reveals our own motives. If our motives were genuine and sincere and for the other person and rooted in knowing that we are loved by God and we are worth being friends with, we won't take that neglect of initiative personally. Sometimes God protects us from people by causing them to not reciprocate. Sometimes that person is going through something that we have no idea. Maybe they're not in a season of openness to new friendship. We can't know. Maybe they're just having a really awful day and they're not in a place where they can think about other people. Maybe their their cup is empty and they're just, they're just not, I don't know. We don't know where they are. We can't, we can't assume. But the important thing for us is to not take that lack of reciprocation personally. Don't take the no personally. Something I have had to learn is when to stop 
initiating. So if my first small initiative wasn't reciprocated, maybe I try again next time I see them or a couple times after that. But if it's still not reciprocated, let it go. Or if my initial initiative, (laughs) if my first initiative was kind of larger and noticeable, like a care package to an internet friend or something like that, and it's not reciprocated, then I, I let it go after that because they had plenty of time to communicate if they felt or appreciated that and um, and then let it go. And I've learned I'm good for about one big thing or a few small things and uh, of initiative. And if those initiatives are not reciprocated, I, I don't try again. <laughs> this has been a really big life lesson for me. And um, maybe that's how you're wired. Maybe you're the kind of person where you have to push yourself to get outside your comfort zone to initiate. Um, you know, depends on how you're wired, how God made you. Um, I'm, I'm very open. And so I think being open to, to meeting new people and making new friends is <clears throat> part of my personality type. But if you're a little bit more closed on that openness spectrum, then maybe getting outside your comfort zone and initiating is a bigger deal for you. And so when that's not reciprocated, you take it more personally and, or you have to push yourself to get outside your comfort zone. Learning the difference takes time. We have to know ourselves and we have to know when we need to push ourselves and when we need to have self-control and hold ourselves back. The key to all of this is wisdom and wisdom takes time and sitting at the feet of Jesus, sitting in his word and letting him show us how we need to change, how we are secure in who he is and we're secure in what he's done by dying for us on the cross so that we could have a relationship with him. Our confidence and initiative comes from knowing that that Christ died for us. He initiated for us when we were still sinners. When our self-worth is rooted in Christ, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid. We we will know that we are worthy of love because Christ loved us. And regardless of how the other person does or doesn't feel about us, we will know that we are secure and we can initiate or hold back and have wisdom in our relationships regardless of what the person across from us does or does not do. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 419. If this podcast has given you something to think about and you would like to talk about it with someone, I would encourage you to click the link in the description, inversedream.com slash podcast slash friendship. Fill out the web form and connect with a mentor. This is not a professional counselor. It is simply a Christian who wants to encourage you on your journey and help you find wisdom in whatever situation you find yourself in. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus, 
and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go and live it.